The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On the Sabbath, Jesus went through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grain to eat. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to themselves, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him or his companions to eat, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple break the Sabbath and yet are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading, we hear the central saving event in the Old Testament, the tenth plague, the Passover. This was, as you know, the event that freed Israel from captivity in Egypt. They had to act according to specific instructions. It was a kind of liturgy. They had to take an unblemished lamb and slay it and put its blood on the doorposts of their home and then eat the lamb that night. If they did all of that, then they would be saved from the avenging angel who would kill the firstborn of the Egyptians. And this was, in fact, the Exodus event. So important was this event that God commanded Moses to make of it an annual feast, that they would never forget the goodness of God to them. This such an important event in their history, that God was there to save them. And there are many hints, as you know, types of what would be ultimately fulfilled by Jesus Christ, the true Lamb of God. As St. John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And how Jesus, by his blood on the cross, frees us from sin if we appropriate that mercy. And if we do what Jesus tells us to do, he gathers the apostles at the Last Supper. He institutes a sacrament that will perpetuate the remembrance of this event of Jesus' death on the cross. He institutes the Eucharist so that we can be here today. Now, it's not just a once-a-year celebration as it was in the Old Testament. And we do have Easter, but we're called to be present every Sunday, and if we can, every day, because... This is the central event now in our lives. It's the new exodus. And as we drink the blood of Christ, we are being saved. This is what St. Paul understood. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, he said, quote, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Now, what feast was he alluding to? It was the Eucharist, because 1 Corinthians was written several years after the Eucharist actually began and was celebrated in the church. So that's Paul's understanding of the Old Testament type now fulfilled in Christ. Again, it says in the first reading, this is how you are to eat the lamb, your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord. 
If we take that aspect and bring it to today, we're called as well when we come to Mass and the Eucharist that we are ready for the mission God has given us in baptism and do it with haste so we're energized by this sacrament to do what God is asking us to do. There was a tradition in the Old Testament that developed that still is present today among the Jews, and that is that the Passover would be celebrated in the home, and the youngest child would ask the central question, why do we celebrate Passover and eat the bitter herbs? And then father or the parents would explain to the child the whole history of the Passover. Again, this points to what we are doing here and the importance of our home, the domestic church, and parents passing on the faith, especially teaching about the Eucharist to our children, and in the schools and as well in sacramental preparation, that we continue in this great story that's now been heightened and perfected by Christ, transforming the old Passover. Let us thank God and remember one last point in the Gospel, Jesus adds, because he's been accused by the Pharisees of profaning the Sabbath, going through the grain fields and rubbing the kernels with their hands, Jesus says, have you not read what David did and his companions? When they were hungry, they entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence. And then he says, I tell you, something greater is here. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. So even though we go through this great sacrament of the Eucharist, we're called to never forget that then when we go out, love, charity, is at the heart. That then brings this whole celebration to its fruition. With that, let us thank God for his continued love and care for us as we're able to celebrate Mass as we are and rejoice and pass it on to whoever we can, knowing that Christ is always with us.